Hello everyone. Welcome to English podcast and my name is Velaika Fernandez, role number AU18005. And in this episode, I'll be briefing you all about my topic, The Role of Woman in Othello, a feminist reading. William Shakespeare's Othello can be perused from a woman's activist viewpoint. A woman's activist examination of the play Othello permits us to pass judgment on the diverse social qualities and status of ladies in the Elizabethan culture. Othello fills in as an illustration to exhibit the assumptions for the Elizabethan male-centric culture, the act of advantages in male-centric relationships, and the concealment and limitation of gentility. As indicated by Elizabethan or Shakespeare's general public based upon Renaissance convictions, ladies were implied distinctly to wed. As their single occupation, marriage held enormous duties of house, the board, and youngster raising. Also, ladies were required to be quiet, modest, and devoted to their spouses, fathers, siblings, and all men as a rule. Men-centric standard legitimized ladies' subjection as the characteristic request since ladies were believed to be physiologically and mentally mediocre compared to men. As we go through Othello, we track down that the ladies' characters are introduced by this assumption for the Elizabethan society. There are just three ladies in Othello. There's Demona, Emilia and Bianca. The way that these ladies act and behave is unquestionably connected to the philosophical assumptions for Shakespeare's Elizabethan culture and to the male-centric Venetian culture that he makes. What is the role of woman? The men-centric Venetian culture introduced in Othello, formed on the philosophy of Elizabethan England, appears to take care of ladies solidly. Men believe ladies to be assets who should stay accommodating and submissive consistently. The lone force that ladies do appear to have the option to use. Their sexual force is viewed as an abhorrent which should be opposed by the men in the public arena. Men appear allowed to have the option to allude to ladies as prostitutes and pull off it. The language that Shakespeare provides for his female characters recommends that they have disguised society's assumptions for them and separated from in snapshots of private discussion act as men expect accepting this to be characteristic. There is an idea nonetheless that ladies are starting to scrutinize the legitimacy of unchecked male position. These Notes have considered Emilia's apparently woman activist suppositions. However, it is Desdemona who is in discussion with Emilia shows that the tide might be at long last turning. Nay, we should think men are not divine beings. By definition, this recommends that Desdemona has absolutely seen men to be godlike figures before, yet demonstrates that her encounters with Othello have shown her a thing or two. It is an unmistakable that the activities and language of Shakespeare's three female characters, albeit apparently docile, connote a provisional advance towards a libertarian culture.
everybody welcome to english podcast this is my second episode wherein we will explore a portion of the manners by which the female characters are introduced in the play with regards to the topic i've talked about in episode 1 women as possessions following his knowing about Brabantio's grumbling and Othello's protection the duke in the end allows consent for Desdemona to go with Othello to Cyprus Othello addresses his ensign Iago incidentally portraying him as a man of trustworthiness and trust educating the duke that to his moment I appoint my significant other Desdemona is Othello's better half is treated as his ownership he infers that she is aware to be protected and transported this is notwithstanding in no way shape or form curious to othello the main senator wishing othello well finishes up by trusting that he will utilize desdemona well the word use appears to suggest the expression care for yet in addition upholds the venetian assumption for ladies that they are to bow to the wills of their spouses who may use them as they wish besides the capacity of ladies inside marriage is likewise outlined by othello's cherishing words to desdemona in act 2 come my dear love the by maid the organic products are to follow Marriage is depicted as a demonstration of procurement. A lady is purchased by her significant other successfully, act of kindness, some help, and is relied upon to satisfy his sexual cravings as a trade-off for the advantage. Iago's craving for retribution on Othello is to a limited extent directed by his perspective on ladies as a sex. He accepts that it is thought abroad that twixt my sheets has done my office, recommending that Othello has laid down with his better half, Emilia. It very well may be contended, notwithstanding, that Iago displays little love for his significant other, offending her out in the open and eventually executing her himself. It is basically the possibility that the healthy poor had jumped into my seat which makes him distraught the prospect that othello has utilized a belonging that has a place with him intensifying this hypothesis is the way that iago alludes to his better half allegorically in these two occurrences she is his office and his seat she is typified and denied of her mankind also in Retribution for Othello's alleged demonstration, Iago wishes to be leveled with him, spouse for wife. By laying down with Desdemona, he accepts that they will then at that point be equivalent. The sensations of Desdemona and Emilia are totally ignored on in his plotting. The ladies are only items to be utilized to additional his own longings. Despite the fact that Iago is a limit model, he is in any case illustrates through his reasoning the way that ladies in both elizabethan and venetian culture are seen as assets auxiliary to the grand plans and wants of men women as submissive some advanced women's activist pundits considered desdemona to be an ugly encapsulation of the oppressed lady regardless of whether this is really the case will be investigated later at the very least there is an enormous 
assemblage of proof to help this basic position. Desdemona herself announces that I am respectful, proceeding to comply with Othello's orders from the early glad period of their relationship through to the later phases of his desirous ravings. In any event, when he arranges Desdemona to go to her bed towards the finish of Act 4, she actually answers with a complaint, I will, my master. In her last breath, she actually stays consistent with her significant other, saying, Loud me to my thoughtful ruler and furnishing Othello with an explanation that he doesn't utilize. She seems to have totally acknowledged her part as subordinate and obedient wife. Apparently, a lot more grounded character, Emilia likewise, shows that she knows about her appropriate part in the public arena. When uncovering Iago's plotting toward the finish of the play, she expresses that this legitimate I comply with him, however not currently. Albeit proceeding to double-cross her significant other, she actually wants to clarify why she is veering off from acknowledged practices. Bianca communicates a comparable sentiment, consoling herself when Cassio scorns her by contending that I should be circumstance. She feels constrained by the laws of society to be circumstance to endure it, suggesting that she has no other decision. Society weighs vigorously on the shoulders of these ladies. They feel that they should uphold the men and concede to them regardless of whether the activities of the men are questionable. Brabantia's assessments of ladies seem to address Venetian ideology. Speaking of Desdemona before she blundered, he portrays her as perfection of soul still and tranquil and a lady never strong. By communicating these characteristics of ladies in the manly space of the Venetian Senate, Brabantia compounds and fosters the customary assumptions for ladies in a men-centric culture. In addition, when she wears Othello conflicting with his desires and along these lines, the ideal form of lady, he depicts her as a failing contrary to all principles of nature. Venetian culture presents its own social convictions as changeless laws of nature. It is normal for ladies to be female and to do as their spouses and fathers advise them. It is unnatural for them to do whatever else. This Venetian idea was additionally an Elizabethan and pre-Elizabethan conviction and was broadly perceived by Shakespeare's crowds. Today, women activists contend that it isn't normal for ladies to be ladylike. That set of experiences has attempted to disguise its social assumptions for ladies as a feature of the laws of nature. The ladies of Othello, notwithstanding, are pre-feminism and appear to just intensify the philosophical assumptions for what it is to be a lady through their own conduct. Women as temptresses This isn't to say nonetheless that ladies in, in Othello don't show any indications of using power. Othello, when discussing his significant other, regularly appears to be pre-busy with issue of the tissue. Wailing over the way that he didn't know prior of his significant other's alleged unfaithfulness, Othello contends that he would have been more joyful if the overall camp, pioneers and all, had tasted her sweet body, so I had not much. He seems by all accounts to be fixated on Desdemona's sexuality. On his approach to kill his better half, he expresses that thy bad desire stained will with desire's blood be spotted. 
the reiteration of the word desire joined with the sexual relationship of desdemona's bed and the fierce plosives and sibilants of this line reflects and causes to notice othello's distraction with exotic issue this distraction is incompletely determined by the way that desdemona uses such a lot of sexual control over him indeed even cassio alludes flippantly to desdemona as a extraordinary captain inferring that she is the lone individual fit for controlling and restraining othello desdemona utilizes this when endeavoring to convince othello to reestablish cassio she tells the last that my master will never rest until she has altered his perspective a sign of the persistence of the lady endeavoring to adjust his perspective desdemona isn't scared to utilize her position and sexuality advise me othello i wonder in my spirit what you would ask me that i ought to deny or on the other hand stand so memoring on in this occurrence she alludes to her own unquestioning longing to satisfy othello inferring that he can't cherish her as she adores him in the event that he can deny her what she needs othello reacts with a strangely oxymoronic nickname brilliant low life recommending that he knows that her control of him is genuinely painful yet discovers it phenomenally convinc- convincing later in the play in any case othello stops to track down desdemona's sexual force so engaging addressing iago about his arranged homicide of desdemona othello is inflexible that he will not dissuade with her in case her body and excellence unprovide my brain once more as far as othello is concerned assuming he is entrenched into discussion and cooperation with his better half her overwhelming sexuality will deflect him from the right and inescapable strategy he believes her to be a sexual risk a whore aim on utilizing her body to dazzle and mislead him male society as well as developing ladies as peons additionally builds their sexual charm as underhanded ladies as prostitutes othello's dread of desdemona's sexuality ejects into hostile maltreatment on various events he alludes to her as prostitute a unpretentious prostitute and a shrewdness prostitute notwithstanding numerous references to her as a whore bianca is depicted by iago as a housewife and whore in spite of the fact that there is no proof to propose that she really is a whore at the point when she uncovers his part in the awful locations of act 5 iago vents his wrath upon emilia marking her a despicable prostitute scolding his significant other for being a bother in act 2 iago proceeds to in- intensify this generalization by recommending that all ladies are not as they show up he appears to accept that all ladies are basically wild felines and housewives every one of the three ladies of the play are blamed for prostitution an unseemly sexual direct yet it creates the impression that none of them are blameworthy as male society self destructs in cypress its constituent individuals seen to express their anger and outrage by marking the entirety of the female character's prostitute at the end when things turn out badly it gives off an impression of being satisfactory for men to fault the ladies